Hey, it's your friend Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hey, and welcome to another episode. Thank you for tuning in. I know you're going to grab a few nuggets from this one. Today, talking about achieving things, talking about persistence and the persistence that's required for you to to achieve what you want and what stops us. Why do we not keep going toward those things that we really want? And I want you to think about something that you want, whether it's anything. It could be something you want to have physically. That means it could be something like a new car or a house or a dress or a pair of shoes. It could be as big or as small as you want. But then think about other things. Maybe you want something else in your career or maybe you want a better, more friendships, deeper friendships. Maybe you want a better financial situation, more fun, a social life, a different body, a better level of health, relationships, anything. Maybe you just want to do more in your day. You just want life balance. Whatever it is for you, there is something that you want. I want you to put it in your mind as we sort of unpack this this persistence that, that we're going to be talking about today. So why have you not achieved it in the past? And I haven't really gone too much into the whole goal setting thing on this podcast, and I will, because goal setting to me is where it's at. That is my number one thing that I believe and know that we have to do, but we haven't gone there yet, and we will. But when you know you want something, often you start heading toward it, and then we stop. And there are a gazillion reasons we stop, but we stop, we don't persist anymore, we lose that that level of wanting to achieve it. And for me, or for many females, I know, but for me especially, mine's always that weight thing. It always has been. And I probably have a huge hangover from that, as in having once been almost twice the size I am now, I'm always careful with my body. So I don't let it get out of hand again, because I know what happens for me when it got out of hand. So it's something I keep in check. But there's always that two kilos, isn't there, or that one kilo that's sitting there that you just don't quite get to getting rid of. And for me, it's that one. And maybe the other one for me was probably finishing my book, actually going through and completing the whole process. So what stopped me? And what reasons did I give it? But why did I lose that drive? Why did I no longer have that perseverance? Like, Why did I stop persevering? And we're just going to unpack that. So what is it for you? Have a think about what is that thing that you really would like to happen or do or be that's not? And you start heading toward it and then you give up. You don't persevere anymore. And let's look at some strategies that can help you with that. Now, I remember years and years ago, I did a bodybuilding competition. And for me, oh my goodness, that takes perseverance. And I recently saw that one of my nieces did one. So that was congrats to her if she ever listens to this. But what happens is when you commit to something like that, you have to persevere. You have to carry on and go right through with it. It's one of those things you can't half do. Once you commit to doing that, maybe you register or or whatever it is for your journey on a bodybuilding competition, holy heckers, you cannot just go, oh, I won't train for a couple of days or I'll just go off the eating regime because it's so strict because it's At the end, it just has to be for you to take your body to levels it just does not want to go. And it was a real knowing that I could achieve big things. And I think if you talk to many women who do that, who do a bodybuilding competition, they understand something about themselves. They understand that they are capable of so much more than they ever thought of. And I'm not suggesting everyone go and do a bodybuilding competition, but 
what I mean is when you understand that level of commitment. And I suppose for some of you listening, you could relate this to being a mother or a father if you happen to be a male. But if you're a mom listening to this, there is that level of commitment to bringing up a child to, you know, that that commitment that you have to being a great mom to ensuring they have what they need to making the best person that you can make to helping create something amazing. You know, we've got a lot going on in that journey of, of our child. It's a similar level of commitment that we need to take through to areas of our life that we're not doing the things we want to do. So we need to be doing the things you want to do. And we need to remember that life is a journey. It's not about when I get there to that spot there, that level of financial status, that weight, that married, whatever. It's not when you get there, you'll be happy. It is about the journey on the way. So when you are doing life, which we're doing every day, and I'm doing it right now, you have to enjoy doing it. So are you enjoying the journey? And if you're not, maybe you need to check in with the journey. Could you change the journey? Could it be done in a different way, perhaps in a way that is more fun that or is more fulfilling maybe for you? So I have to be careful on this podcast because I will use the word fun. And fun is actually one of my values. So I put the word fun in there because it's very important to me to have fun, very high up important, not just necessarily something I like to do. So if I use the word fun, I mean fulfilling. So something that's fulfilling to you. So let's talk about that thing that you're not doing. But in between, I'll just have a quick sip of my coffee because it is about 5.30 a.m. when I'm recording this. I do this just before I go off to the gym. How good's that? Straighten up my halo. For me, it's about having my morning routine set up, and this is part of it. Morning routine is great. In fact, talked to somebody this week who got up 5 a.m., did their exercise, and then went off to work and felt good about themselves. So that's a bit of a clue there and a cue what makes you feel good about yourself because that sort of stuff is what helps you persist. But it all begins really with knowing what you want with the end goal in mind. What is it that you want to achieve amongst all of those things I've talked about? And it could be life balance. It could be anything. What is that one persisting thing that you really want to have? And it's been bugging you for a long time. You need to be clear what that is. Are you clear? Do you know? Have you? Can you see it? What happens when you see something in your mind's eye, when you see it, your brain starts looking for it. Your brain starts noticing things to support it. We call them coincidences, but it's because you've you've given it a level of interest. And you may have heard this a million times before, but it's great to be reminded. When you get a new car, or perhaps a secondhand car, doesn't matter, but there's a car that's now yours. And let's go with the fact that it could be a blue BMW. And when you get that blue BMW, you're like, wow, how cool is this car? Then you're driving along and you see, oh my goodness, there's another BMW. Oh, there is another one. Oh my goodness, there is another one. Wow, how many BMWs are on the road? So many blue ones. Before you got one, your brain didn't notice that it was of importance to you. And then it starts showing you all of the other ones. So the same thing happens with having clarity around what you want to achieve. When you are clear about what you want, your brain will start looking for things that support that. It'll show you. So the idea is to is to be clear. So picture it, that thing that you want right now. What is it? Get that picture in your mind. What is that thing that you want? My one right now that I'm probably heading toward at this moment, apart from my official book launch next week, which this will come out after that more than likely, but 
the launch of my book, which I'm hoping will be excellent. The other one is I would like to win a particular competition. So I do speaking, I do Toastmasters, and we have competitions that go to right to the end stage. So the international was last weekend, and now we started off again now and go all the way through the year again. So you've got to win at club level, then you win at area level, and then you win at district level. You go you go against all the winners every time, and then at the end, you can end up the international winner if you do an international speech. My favourite is humorous because uh, apparently I'm quite funny. But I will go in both, but my goal will be to win with the humorous, which I've already won in the first round. So that is the goal that I have in my mind. So what do I do with that goal? Well, I see it. I can see myself standing on that stage because that is what I want. I want to be on that end stage next year and about May. That is my particular image that I've got. So I'm clear about that. Are you clear about yours? Can you see it? I see myself standing there on the stage doing my speech. So I'm clear. Are you clear about yours? That's what you need to have a look at in your eyes. So what will happen from here on in is all the little things that support that come my way. And this is now the third time. So I've been in Toastmasters for just over two years. So we're hitting my third year. And I know what's in front of me now because the first year I had no idea of what it meant to go on a competition and I happened to win and I thought that that was it. Didn't know that it was meant that I went in more. So now I know what's ahead of me and my brain will just support me around that. It'll show me people who I need to talk to. It'll introduce me to people. In fact, the first year I did it, when I was at the conference, I met a couple of people who I ended up getting to help me become better at it because there was a real craft to speaking well on stage, holding people's attention, making them laugh without being a comedian. It's got to be humorous. It has to have a story. So I, it, gave, it showed me those people while I was at the conference that I went and connected with and I got some help from. So what is yours? Back to you. Are you clear about what that is? Why? Why do you want it? Have a think about that. What is the reason you want to achieve that goal? So what is the reason that you want that thing that you want? My reason for wanting to stand on that stage is it's just personal competitiveness. I just want to know that I can get to there. It does nothing else anywhere else, but it, that is mine. It is a driver for me. I want to get there. It makes me improve all the time in my speaking. Go back a few years ago, could I have sat here in front of a mic and delivered content information that is useful and people want to help with or they want to hear no I wouldn't have so all of that helps me polish my craft of being an orator it pushes me to do that the next thing is are you adaptable so will you adapt which means if something's not working and you've tried for long enough will you try something else so you need to be adaptable with your strategies toward persevering and achieving the thing that you want and a really good example of this is weight loss and I probably will go back to that a lot because it's so easy to have an analogy for them but I've worked in the uh, health and fitness industry for a number of years and I work as a nutritionist as well and what people often find is they're going great guns and they lose a bit of weight and they feel really good and then they stop it stops working for them and that's when you have to be adaptable. You have to pivot. You have to pivot such that word from COVID. You have to find that thing that triggers more change or go in another direction because our bodies, if we're using that as an example, get very used to adapting. So because we've adapted, we need to do something different. And that could mean for somebody just 
increasing or changing a type of exercise they do, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the diet. It's about giving the body a wee shock. Or it could be. It could be the smallest tweak that you need to do and it will change. So it's finding that level of change that you need to make to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. So for me, even if we go back to the speech, it's the writing of a speech. So I wrote my speech and competed at club level and that was great. Won it. But what I ask is for everybody at the club to give me feedback so I can change it to be better and I can do that. That's allowed. So everyone gave me their point and I took on that and thought, yes, you're right, great. You know, parts of it were full on correct. And then I've just adapted my speech to be even better. So that's the the adaptation from what I started with. And that could be for you in perhaps your social life. You may think, well, I don't have time to do anything. So maybe there needs to be a change in your world so you do find some time to do something uh, around being social. Or perhaps it's around just having that time to yourself, that breathing, relaxing time. I spoke with somebody this week and they had a busy week last week and they happened to be in a beautiful location and they pretty much cancelled their afternoon to spend that time there relaxing, soaking up some meanness, some me time because they're a mom and they're busy and they're working and they just relaxed They adapted to fit in that more me time. Absolutely love that. Love that prioritizing of self, which women we don't often do. But what a great, what a great thing to do. And it wasn't a big deal. Did anyone sort of, you know, fall over and die because you weren't there? No, that doesn't happen. The world carries on and we've all forgotten that she didn't do what the other thing she was going to do. The other thing for persisting and heading toward that goal when you're clear and then adapting those little pivot moments that you may need to have is just continuously learning and staying up to date with things that might support you. You don't have to take them all on board, but you do need to make sure that you you know what is required for you to do that, that continuous learning. For me, let's go down that talk example again. As I mentioned, the International Conference was last weekend, so I have listened to the people who have got first, second, and third. That is a great learning because that has shown me the standard that's required, and they are phenomenal, but it inspires me because I want to be that good, and it also taught me a few things. It taught me some some perhaps better ways of structure, some great ways for storytelling, just some amazing things that come from continuously learning. So with the thing that you want to achieve, are you up upskilled enough? Do you need to learn something else? Is there something missing? Oh my goodness, for me, I could definitely go to social media. I could definitely improve on my social media skills. Holy heck, as I said that, I was just, my hand goes to my face. There are some things that I need to learn around social media and, you know, videos and reels and those types of things, which I do do. And they have been posted, but not necessarily always by me. The next one is networking or connecting with people or peers for support, for insights, for collaboration, those sorts of things. The people around you that will help you, that want to talk about the same thing that you do, that want to that want to be maybe part of your journey or want to collaborate with you. I'll be collaborating with somebody this week, actually. They contacted me about my brand, my personal brand, Hilary Saxton, and said, I think would be a great fit. And they connected with me through somebody else. 
at who I knew. So I reached out to the person I knew and said, hey, what's the go here? And, the, and she said, absolutely perfect. It is a great collaboration. So I will be connecting with them and let's see where that goes. And even as far as podcasting goes, you know, other podcasters that want to interview people, that is another opportunity for me to speak, to teach other people about what I do, what I believe in, about living that three wines and lifestyle, about believing that it's possible for you to have the lifestyle you want. Because you can, my friend. You just need to know what it is you want, create a plan to get there, believe that you can do it, take the right actions, and go forth and conquer. I know, it sounds so easy, but it is possible. Everything is possible. Because mostly it's been done, and if it hasn't, well, it doesn't mean it can't be. So yeah, networking, connecting with others, or just being around friends and people. I've made plenty of amazing friends through going to Toastmasters. That is just a group of people who I would never have met, who are all different from me. We come from all walks of life. We are all different ages. We are different people. We are different nationalities. But it's a great way to meet people who are passionate about improving themselves to speak. Wow, that is awesome. And I love going there. I love so much that now I'm the president, of course. That would be me. I start and then two years later, I'm running the show. But anyway, that's that's definitely a me thing. The next thing for persistence that I would love for you to understand is the value in celebrating your small wins. Just celebrate what you've done well. Because when we do that, it reminds us of where we've come from. Remember that. I want you to reflect right now. If, you, if you're down on yourself at times, where have you been? Where have you come from? And maybe that doesn't mean 10 years ago or five years ago or 30 years ago. That is not. It could be that story. You could start there, that big journey you've taken. For me, single parent, incredibly overweight on a benefit. Holy moly, that life change is huge. I've gone from that to I'm a property developer. I've written a book. I speak and motivate people to believe that they can achieve what they want. I work with people so much. I was on a Zoom session last night where I was mentoring males around Australia that they could achieve their dreams and be successful in property development. How does that happen? It happens because I've just been on this this continuous learning journey, this continuous mission. There is that dream, that clarity, that adaptability, that continuous learning, the networking with people. So I want you to understand that you can have anything you want. You just have to recognize all of those things and especially where you came from because who would have thought that girl, that young Kiwi girl could be where she is right now? Probably nobody would have thought that that was possible. But that's just that one. That's a big jump from the past to now. Let's do the small ones. What have you done that's even small? For me, holding this book, three ones in my hand, wow, from the day I we talked about it to here, to here where I am now, wow, amazing. Three ones in, the book published in my hands. How far did I come? What a journey. What a learning journey. You know, emotional, exhausting fun, laughing, a lot of the time writing it three wines in. You know, that when I look back on the journey of that book, there were so many small wins and the big one is holding it in my hands. 
So what is what are the small wins that you have? And maybe it could be like my friend last week, just feeling great because she put herself first and spent the afternoon walking along the beach, having a coffee by herself, just checking out of busyness and living life her way for that hour or so that she took for herself. But that's a small one. That's a small one if you're an incredibly busy person who doesn't get time for yourself. That is a small win. Celebrate that. So what other small wins do you have? Maybe your financial situation. Maybe you managed to save some money last week or this week. And some money could be anything to you. It could be $10 and it could be $100 and it could be $1,000. You do your way. But whatever you would like to achieve. Maybe you did that and you're just so happy with yourself because you know what? It's a small win. It's the start. It's that time I started my journey or it's that consistency, that proof that you have got this, that you can persevere, that you can achieve exactly what it is that you want to achieve. So it is important. And then, like I said, when you notice those results, when you notice how far you've come, it really increases your excitement about it. It increases your enthusiasm. It will help you increase the results because achieving anything, it starts with knowing what you want, that goal. Then there's an inside journey and and ticking off those small wins is part of the inside journey. Your why is part of the inside journey. All of those reasons that you're doing things are an inside journey. They are inside of you. They matter there. And then the other part of a goal is the external, the actions, the things you have to take. And I talk about this in my book, like a hair braid. If the goal itself is one strand of hair, then there is the internal as the as the other strand, and then there is the external, so the internal journey, and then the external action journey, and they all braid together. They all just wrap around like a plait and make a lovely hair braid. So if you can envision that, you need those three things to achieve something in life. I'll say that again because it is really vital. So it's like a hair brand. You've got your goal. So one clump, one strand of that hair is your clear goal. One is your action plan or the external journey, and the third is the mindset or internal journey. Once the braid gains momentum, the process becomes easier and you can see the results for your unwavering commitment and well-executed actions. There you go, page 65 of the book, Three Ones In. But that's a great analogy of how you can see something forming and coming together as you see a result when those three things, the goal, the internal journey, and the external journey, all work together. So yes, celebrate those small wins. Feel good about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Feel yourself smile. High five yourself. In fact, definitely, if you're listening to this, wherever you are, give yourself a high five unless you're driving, maybe just a wee tap on the thigh. Louise, gentle slap on the thigh. But yeah, he's mine. High five, Hilary. You are doing an amazing job and you're juggling a lot and you should celebrate yourself. So there you go. I've done it for me. I want you to do it for you. We have to celebrate ourselves as well as hearing and receive that praise from people around us or that support that we like. And then the last one is understand burnout. We have to be really careful about burnout when it comes to persisting with something because sometimes we push ourselves so hard. If you're a, a driver, like a high D person, I call myself like the captain personality, so driven and so action-taking that I have to watch that I don't have burnout. So I have my own little coping mechanisms and I just check out. So my way of regaining my fuel, of topping up my cup, 
that's what I like to see it. You know, there's a cup and then after a while it, the stuff inside it depletes and I have to make sure it's been filled. And if I've been on the go, 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 and this could be you, you know, you're on the go to what level that is for you because we all have different amounts of stress or pressure that we can handle, then I check out. So looking for that point where you need to check out. For me, checking out is just I will switch off and go to Netflix. And it means probably two movies in a row sometimes. I don't do it often, very, very rarely, but that's how I switch off. It's just a glass of wine. I don't want to talk to anybody. And that's how my own cup will fill for myself if I'm feeling like it's just there's too much happening. It's just a switch off. And for me, I notice that too much happening is I just get uh, my personality profile being a captain is I just get abrupt because I have got so much happening it's like can you just do that it becomes like that and it's probably you know I've become probably not the type of person you want to be around and we all have a personality trait that is driving us where that has a good side and a bad side remember we are a blend of them all but we have one number one and I'll unpack that maybe in our next podcast a little bit more but anyway those are some great strategies for persistence because persistence in achieving anything what persistence is what it will take to achieve anything that commitment to working toward it and just know my friend that you've got it you have got it and you can do it so I think I can wrap this podcast up I just want to thank you so much for listening and I would love for you to share this podcast with somebody who you think would benefit from listening to a year the great wine wisdoms that come from Hilary Saxon and her book Three Wines In. I will be interviewing a few guests very soon, but I really hope that you got something from that, a few strategies, but remember clarity. Clarity is our number one thing. So think about what you want, put it in your mind's eye and let your brain start leading you toward it. And when the pupil is ready, the teacher appears And I think that happens from there for me (laughs) because people show up in your world and maybe it's because you've prioritized and clarified what it is that you really want in life. So yes, please share. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you in the next episode.